Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, we're back again. Again, tell you consistency. But anyways, it's your host, Yoruba, and I'm with my co-host. Aaliyah, what's up, guys? What's going on, man? So, we're back with a special, special episode because I'm really into this type of stuff, and I know you are as well. Yes, it's October, so we're going we're gonna to dive into the heart. That's a fact. So, um, let's just hop right into it. So, basically, those who don't know, you know, there's been a, a series out on Netflix for, like, what, a month now? Yeah, it's been a month, and it already got, like, I think almost, like, 600 mil views. Isn't that crazy? Word. But those who don't know, it's, we're talking about Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a little series, a little small documentary about the known serial killer in Milwaukee in, like, the 70s, yeah, 80s, and 90s. Mm-hmm. Nah, 70s and 80s. Yeah, it was, like, it was two decades. Yeah, so, yeah, he's a well-known serial killer, and... um. Yeah, have you watched it? Yeah, I watched it like I think the day after it came out. Yeah, you, you I think you finished it. I finished the whole yo, is something wrong with me? Like I really binge watched the show because I thought that it was so good. Like shout out to Evan Peters, his acting in that was like flawless. The way he was able to really make you feel like he was watching Jeffrey Dahmer was crazy. Where they had the mannerisms. The everything the, the way he accent. talks. <laughs> and he even looked like the, the mm-hmm. nigga a little bit. But um so yeah, it's crazy. Those who haven't watched it, I would I, I recommend if you're into that type of stuff, like if you're interested in how like he thinks and stuff like that, I would recommend you watch it because it's really interesting. But if you are squeamish, then I don't think you should watch it because Yeah, it's really it could be graphic in certain parts. Yeah, it could be it could be a, like pull a little heartstrings. So if you're sensitive to that I wouldn't recommend, but um, what is what are your thoughts about it? So I think it was a really good show. I feel like the thing I loved best about it was that they really didn't make it all about Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. They made it more about um, the victims, like they told their stories during um, in their perspective. So I really like that because it's like you get a closer view of like them and not just, you know, this person, you know? And um, the neighbor that kept on calling the police trying to like help the situation. I feel like, I liked how the show basically like um, shed light on how the system failed all those victims. That was like my favorite part about it. That's a fact. I'm not gonna lie, after watching it, it was, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Cause I, I was like, I looked into this case before, like when I was a little younger. So I, I've, I've known about him for a while, but like this sheds light on like what happened for, real. like what really happened in his house and mm-hmm. and his victims that he lured in. And it was just crazy because speaking of that, they did them wrong. One of the victims were was like really handed back to him, and I knew this prior because of the research. But to actually see it or like uh, not see it really take place but like see a uh, what do you call it like a what basically like somebody <clears throat> reenacting this oh, yeah. a reenactment of it is just crazy because he was only 14 at the time that scene was like so heartbreaking to me and it just like i'm just gonna touch into a little bit of race but that it just showed like around that time like being the fact he was a white man 
you know, the little boy, he was Asian, and, like, the area they was in, like, that all, like, played a part into why, you know, they allowed this man to just walk free with him, and he was in that condition. Exactly, and they didn't even check for ID. Nothing. They didn't they do didn't no background do checks. If they, It's so crazy, because I didn't think of this, but they said in the show, like, if they would have did a background check, they would have seen that he, he was convicted prior to, like, um... What was it? Sexual assault with a Yeah, he, um, basically, it was his brother. The boy that... Yeah, it was, that was, it was the boy's brother. brother. Coincidence. That's what a coincidence. Crazy. But it's it's even crazy because they didn't do background checks. Like, just, that's your job. But, yeah, they didn't do nothing. But besides the race, they were so, like, weird when they, when they found out that he was, like, homosexual. Yeah, that was, so, like, the biggest, like, they had such a phobia. And I feel like that's another reason why they just didn't look like too deep into what was going on because that played a big part you know this happened back then around the time you couldn't really be who you was so exactly so once they heard that that was like his scapegoat to just do whatever he wanted to because you know i don't know how true compared to real life in the netflix series is but when you watch the series you can see that they didn't want no parts of what he was doing in that apartment no parts. they just made sure the boy was in there and the guy he, he even they even went with what Dahmer said saying Everything. he was 19 mm-hmm. that's like his that boyfriend boy like, he looked for he looked literally young as hell. the real life boy too he looked super young like if you see his picture that's a baby he's a whole baby like y'all not gonna sit here and tell me that boy looked 19 no it was that's crazy and i don't even know man that that he i feel like he got it one of the worst ways because that was one of the boys he did the um experimenting yeah. with like no spoilers but spoilers yeah if you don't know you should have known you should have known <laughs> but yeah he was doing these experiments trying to make his own like his own slave like his like partner that doesn't want to go anywhere because i can say this he did clearly he suffered from like abandonment issues that was yeah see he was he was very neglected when it comes to that um when it comes to that and i feel like his whole point because i watched i've i've known about him since i was like i think like 11. so he wanted somebody to always be with him i guess his mother leaving him his dad not always being there he like basically wanted like somebody to always be with him so badly so he said that he would like um try to drug his victims and try to have them with him all the time that's why he like ate them that's why he used to like eat yeah them. he said he felt like he was a part of them more yeah like conceiving they were, their mm-hmm. that, and they will always be with him but that's yo, fucking sick that's so sick bro like, like why why like i know he's he's not here anymore thank god but what made like i don't understand because like that was that's what interested me about this case and like other serial killers because it's like, I don't get their mindset. Like, what makes you think that this is okay? See, with Jeffrey, I feel like I'm no doctor. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say, like, based off my research and everything I've heard, I feel like his mother, because it's true that um, his mom was taking, like, a lot of medication while she was pregnant with him. I feel like that does play a, po- a role into, like, the development of the fetus. So, like, he definitely had some just, like, you know, mental problems and then i guess him not knowing his own sexuality being kind of confused because he would even say in his like interviews that he didn't really want to have he didn't want to have sex with them no he just just wanted wanted them to be there he just wanted the company so 
that and then the show also touches back into like him in high school and you see how he didn't have friends he wanted friends so badly like, he would try to do i think he just had all of those put together i feel like that's what made him him because unlike other serial killers he don't deny shit and that's he, one thing i could respect like yeah. he told it clean he said i they should have killed me i wanted death but like he was up front with it. And as soon as he got arrested, he just confessed. He confessed everything. He never denied it, unlike Ted Bundy. Ted, <laughs> yo, he's crazy. Ted Bundy was a fucking psychopath. He that's was. What, that's the definition of a psychopath. That's a fact, because he was like, I'm not sure of the exact count, but I feel like he, he killed like a, a hundred women or something he, like he that. He killed, well, they said like, I think it was like 30 something on file, but they said it must have been much more because he was getting away with it for so long. And he, yo, he's like one of the craziest ones because he literally ran away. Mm-hmm. Like he literally, he was in court and, and jumped out jumped of court. he jumped out of a window. And I think he killed right after that. Yeah, he was like staying low for a little bit and then he killed... He was like traveling throughout the states, just killing. And his motive was—I didn't understand his motive. I didn't understand either because he grew up with it, like from what he, um, the interviews I seen, he grew up with a loving home. He was very smart. He was very like. Yeah, he, that's he the could, thing. He could pull like women. Like he that's was the good. thing. That's like, the thing. With, um, he, he had his charm. Yeah, that's, that's why, why he was learning them exactly. so easy. And it's just crazy because he was married. Married had yo. Let's really talk about that. Like, isn't that so crazy? Like, this person you're living with, sleeping with, eating with, they have a whole dark life that you don't even know nothing about. Like, she had a daughter that wasn't biologically his. And, like... He's never done anything. Never done anything. Like, that's so fucking And his his main target was women. Women. Because he would, you know, kill them and do all all types of stuff. Like, it, it was really sick. I even seen some yeah. remember i sent you that yeah, website i could your rumor sent me a website and it was basically like a whole bunch of pictures of different like um serial killers victims bodies and don't judge of- me i found it on the <laughs> internet i was like yo Aaliyah has to see this i shit. couldn't i couldn't i'm literally at work looking at the pictures i was like your room i have to delete this out of our conversation yo I bro i ain't gonna lie it's weird because i i don't get faced by that shit i I'm not phased, but it's just I go into like a state of mind and I just be like, yo, I'm really looking at a person dead. Yeah, so that's that a fact. I do me, think about that like, yo, yeah, bro, what the fuck? That like, makes me I like, I couldn't really nah. stare on it that long either because I was at work too, Yeah, you know, with my son Sam and we was like watching and I was just like, bro, I can't see this anymore, Yeah, bro. I was just like, It got to crazy. a point where it was just like, bro, this is real life people. This really happened. Yeah. And that's another thing with the Dharma series, like. When you watch it, it's like a movie. It's like a movie, but you got to sit back and think. That's why I also know, like, a lot of controversy about them making the film. And, like, they said that it's disrespectful towards the victim's families. Like, I get it on that aspect. But the film was, if you really look at it with, like, a clean view, the film was to spread light on, like, the police back then. And how they basically filled and let this man get away with that. So, I feel like it is kind of, like, informative it is and it also shows you how like you can't just be trusting everybody out here right like don't he really really lured his victims in and there was so many red flags that upset me i'm not gonna lie (laughs) it upset me because there were so many red flags in that series but you know once you feel like you can trust somebody but especially if it's a new person in your life you just feel like eh, right you don't think about it too much but he really he really did what he did and he did it for a long time. 
13 I think 13 years that's crazy like bro could you imagine being his neighbor bro like the smell probably no oh my so fun God. fact I wanna put a fun fact so most of the things in the film is true yeah. but the fact that um with the neighbor situation um his actual neighbor in real life like she never complained there was a different neighbor that lived in the yeah, building telling me yeah so she actually you know like the famous like raccoon ass sandwich in the film yeah. she actually ate that shit in real life oh like, my god <laughs> yo he really like went to her house i swear to god and you guys could look it up he really there's like an interview of her saying like he was such a nice guy he was such a nice guy like she said that he was always sweet whenever she saw him. He would bring her like food, and I'm just like, this that's so poor, nasty, this bro. Poor lady, like she, yo. So she basically had like, oh my god, she basically had a, a human sandwich. I think she did, and that is just crazy because this whole time she's thinking he's just a normal guy, and he has a fucking cemetery in his house. That was so crazy to even think about within itself, too. Like he had these people in his apartment like he didn't get rid of them. he had he he had 17 victims you know my condolences to the family and yeah. rp to the victims but he really had them in his house i don't think it was a whole 17 because he had like he did stuff prior to yeah yeah but most of like the end the end killings he did when he um got his own apartment he kept all his victims. that's another thing too he did in his grandmother's apartment yeah he in his grandma's apartment, he couldn't really feed into it because she was there. So it was like, I think like two victims. Yeah, a couple, but then one got away. That's another thing. He could have got caught so many times. Yeah. One got away and um, nothing really happened with that. That was the last victim. No, you remember he got away because he drugged him in his grandmother's house. Oh, you're talking about, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Tracy. That, no, yeah, that he, guy. he was, he was the one, one that really got him you know, taken down. But I the saw first his, one. I saw his um his testimony. Yo, that shit made me cry. That was crazy. I to seen see like too. a grown man really like try to hold back tears and like relive something like that is it's kind of like fucking traumatizing because it's like yo he really went through this shit and like he's speaking about it while this disgusting fucking creature is just right across the room just looking at him because Jeffrey used to always look like. Blank, like he didn't really? have no yo, even in his remorse. real life interviews, like aside from the series, if you really watch his interviews, it's literally the same no expression, bro, no expression, no remorse, nothing, nothing. He's it's just... like he's talking about how to like fucking cook some chicken. I swear to god, that was another part in the series that was kind of crazy to me. There was, yeah. a, there was a part where he like they showed that he cooked and ate, like I guess a part of the victim, and it was just like, bro, what? But there was one episode, the tone, the one with Tony. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hated that episode. And it was like, when, when I first was watching it, I'm like, oh my God, hopefully, like, I don't know why I was thinking like this. Like, he's a fucking maniac, so he was going to hurt him. But yeah. I'm like, I think he could change it. No. I thought the same when I saw the bond. I saw were, them yeah, building a bond, and I was like, maybe like, this would make him stop for a while. Because I know he did stop for a while. Yeah, he wasn't drinking as much. So I was just like, hopefully, like, this goes in the right direction, and... Man. It just went to him and his like extreme abandonment issues. Like he, that's like 
it's like I don't want to say I feel bad for him, but like yeah, fuck that nigga. Just from like a standpoint, like mental health could really like yeah, mental health is really important. That's man. Crazy. Check check on the ones that you love for real, because you never know what's really going on. That's another thing. He didn't have anybody to really check on him and what yeah. what was really going on. That's why he was able to do what he was, you know, that's able to do what he did. But they even compared him to another serial killer. I know you're um familiar with um Ed Jean. Oh yeah, the he's supposed to be like uh the reason they made the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. Speaking of that, being that we're gonna do a little horror, let's get let's step away from serial killers right now because it's very, it's very crazy. But kind of comparison, like you watch horror movies, of course, best thing ever. That's my favorite. But you know they have these like cinema serial killers. Who would you say is like your favorite one? I would say my favorite one is, um, I'll say Michael Myers. Yeah, we just talked about that. I remember it a long time ago, before we even thought about doing a podcast, like years ago, we yeah, talked about so, Michael Myers and how he just catches up to victims so fast. Once the camera flip, he speed like walking to I'm you. I'm jacking, he's taking an Uber to you, bro. <laughs> he's like, calling a cab. <laughs> You could run like twenty blocks. The sun is right there. You, walk, you look behind you. That nigga's two blocks away walking. But I would say my favorite one has got to be like Freddy Krueger or like um, who was the other one I told you? I said Freddy Krueger, or no, you said you said Michael Myers or Chucky. Yeah. I said Freddy Krueger or like um, what was his name? What was his name? I can't think of it right now. But Freddy Krueger for sure because um, he was funny as hell. I ain't gonna lie. He's Aside so from funny. being like uh, a killer and, and and shit like that, he was really he brought like comedy to horror in a dark way. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. But aside from that, like what he's able to do and capable to do is crazy. He it, could really yeah. like you can't sleep. He 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 thrives on your weakness. That's like I used to grow up watching him, and I used to generally be fucking terrified sometimes to go to sleep. And I'm like, yo, what if this nigga come get me? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not going to lie, I have an aunt. I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but she was so scared of Freddy Krueger. <laughs> like, years. Like, even when I was a kid, we used to, we used to mess with her and, and sing the song. Yeah, the yo, one too. Yo, she would get so mad. If you're listening to this, you know, I love you. But you mentioned the whole comparison between the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and this serial killer, Ed Gein. Ed Gein, I think that's his name. So, like, if you know about the case, you could let us know, like, what was the comparisons? Oh, so in um, the Texas Chainsaw series, basically, the story based on that is, like, a man who basically kills people and he, like, wears their face. That's what his costume is. So, Ed Gein, he was, like, a serial killer, like, in the early, early 1947. It was like 1947 to 1957. So a whole decade he was doing this and he was basically like kidnapping people and he would take them back to his place and he would dismember them. He would skin them and he would make masks out of their faces. That's crazy. (sighs) I'm not too like too in detail with the case. Based off on research, but I know he did way more than that. Yeah, way more. Like, he had, like, skull bowls. He kept body Like, cereal bowls of, like, skulls. He had, like, certain jars, and in those jars, there was, like, specific body parts, like fingers, he had teeth, he had nails. I think he had gloves that was, like, really people's, like, hands. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Yeah, he had like a couch made of all type of shit. But that they compared him to like they compared Dahmer to him in the series. And uh, what do you think of like the similarities in a sense? Well, first off, they're both fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Um, they both like enjoyed dismembering people and like playing with body parts because that's what you're doing. You're really just sitting there and just dissecting a whole human person. Yeah, and they just had no type of remorse for it. No type of remorse. And they both used to keep their victims, so that's one sim- similarity they have. But it's don't you, like sick. Isn't it crazy that there was a point in time? that this was like not normal but it was just happening in all different parts of the country like Milwaukee had Jeffrey Dahmer New York had Son of Sam and um Albert Fish I don't know if you're familiar with him he's sick too but we're not gonna get into that um and it had all these different places like out west had Raymond Ramirez oh yeah I feel like it's because the way we've evolved with technology and just the um system in general like back then there wasn't that much cameras there wasn't they didn't have all the dna testing they have now the equipment they have available now to really find people so people was able to do mad shit and get away with it like it's crazy and when you really think about it do you ever think in today's age we will ever like i hope we don't i don't want to like speak this into existence but it's just a general question you think we would be able to have like a serial killer with today's like technology and how easy it is to find somebody nah. exactly especially in like new york like big cities right. because they have like so much surveillance everywhere so much cameras dna tests witnesses and people are going to tell on you and people are ready to <laughs> and tell and the internet <laughs> is so f- so powerful right the internet will fucking they will find you they will find you so i i don't really think so maybe like in those like small states yeah but like, that's even more... less likely because eventually like you know that'll get picked up by like the feds and stuff right. i feel like that would be that's less likely especially with all the stuff that's happened in history exactly so that's why i feel like back then it was just easier to get away with all this stuff because it wasn't like how it is now and it's just it sucks to think like these niggas really got away doing all this horrible shit and like all these victims some of these victims families are still alive like how sad that is to know that some of them lost. are even still alive yeah i said they're still alive no like serial killers like, oh yeah the serial killers yeah but it's just like sad because it's like imagine like having to live with the fact that you lost somebody toward like because somebody did this horrible act towards them yeah, I can't. I can't imagine it. Losing somebody in general is, is already hard enough. Let alone it being to some random weird guy that just likes doing what he does. Exactly. But another comparison with horror movie and like serial killers, they also mentioned this guy in the series, John Wayne Gacy. He was like a, a serial killer back in I don't know, but I think it was the seventies, around the same time as Dahmer. Yeah, that was that clown guy that used to like be at birthday parties. Yeah, he he was a, a birthday clown for a while at kids' parties, and um, he targeted kids, and that was the sad part. And I heard, well, it was a constant rumor. I don't know if it's like official, but I heard it was inspired by it because you know it's a clown going after children and killing them, and yeah, and all this other crazy stuff. But to think that a, a clown, a birthday clown, could do such a thing, and he had. I think he had more victims than Dahmer. Yeah, it says he had like 33 victims, young men and um, 
grown men, and he used to like torture them. I don't really want to say it, but. Well, the other word that rhymes with tape. Yeah, and just do mad stuff to them. And it was it's sick, and he didn't care. He dead didn't care. He... And didn't they um? I'm not sure. Did they kill him? Yeah, jail? they gave him the death penalty. Yeah, they did. So. And it's crazy that only a few could get that because I think Bungie got it too. Dharma yeah. got his own death penalty. I'm so glad like he he went out the way he did because like being the fact that most of his victims were black, it just gives you some type of satisfaction that he was taken out by somebody that was black. Yeah, but hold on. I want to talk about the series again, but how people took it in. Like all over the internet, there was people that was boycotting and trying to like, steer like make it make it a narrative that if you watch this series you're a horrible person or like you're supporting or like glorifying what he did but people i feel like people are taking the message way like out of proportion they are like i i just don't understand why they're saying that because they feel like oh he was a sick guy he killed black people but he didn't just kill black people he had other yeah he had other victims he had a couple of white victims he had asian like it wasn't just i get it that most of his victims were but that was it was all strategy like he was he was in the neighborhood yeah he was he went to a neighborhood where he knew that he would get away with something like this because you know it was a low income stereotype of it exactly yeah so what was i saying but yeah, I don't think just because I watched this, I'm informed of what happened. I I don't think that makes you a bad person. That's just crazy. Yeah, people are just really like, I seen Boozy made a video and he was like, we should boycott it, get it taken down. And in my head, I'm like, it's not, it's serious. It's a very serious thing that happened in history, but it's not, it's just another documentary. They did it with Ted Bundy. That's what I'm saying. But did you see these? I was about to bring that up. I feel like, I think it's because this series got so much attention because with the Ted Bundy, the one where um, Zac Efron was playing him, I didn't see people get mad at that. If anything, people were like glorifying that Zac Efron was playing Ted Bundy. Yeah. So it's like, why y'all... I don't know. I feel like this one is more... It's just because it's like black people is about black people. Or more graphic too. Because I don't think the Ted Bundy one wasn't, wasn't as... It wasn't graphic as, as Jeffrey's, but they did show like pictures of what he did to the victims it was still like you know it was still something to be squeamish about but it's just like people just i've seen all over twitter instagram like oh you're weird if you just really sat down and watched this like but it's really informative because it's like we always hear about this person but but there's people in this world or this country where like nowadays that didn't know about him until now and that's what i want to go back to what i said earlier in this podcast um I feel like the series was very informative. But, like, if these people would just honestly just, like, shut up and, like, look at what they're... Like, really look at... The whole point was to shed light on the police system. And they even said it, like, um, for those victims, nothing was ever built. They didn't get no type of uh, memorial. So, it's, like, it's not just Jeffrey Dahmer. It's, like, um, basically pinpointing other shit that hasn't, like, happened or... You know, they just trying to spread light on that. And I feel like it it really made me look at it so different. Because before this, I didn't really know that there was somebody calling, you know, the police station. Word. A lot of times trying to, like, complain about this guy. I didn't I knew, know that. I just knew they would complain about the smell. Yeah, but I didn't know all of that. I didn't know that, you know, that young boy escaped. I didn't know what, any of that. Yeah, so. I heard about that one, but 
you know, when you read about it and then when you actually see it, it's so different. Yeah. Because I read about it and it was just like, what? How, did, how could they do that? But when you see it, it's like, damn, how could they really yeah. do that? So, but People I don't are going to have their opinions. Yeah, you if can't you don't like anybody. it, then don't fucking watch it. <laughs> literally, bro. Like, it's literally calling people weird and all this other stuff. It's so crazy because there was some people that wouldn't even watch it because he's gay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have people be like, nah, bro. That's like not, I just feel like we're book. in the we're like we're in the twentieth century. Can y'all just please let people be who who they are? Yeah, chill, bro, chill. Like it's not that serious. It's not that serious, but um, so last episode we were talking about um Skinwalkers. Yeah. And. We yeah. just, like, finished watching a little video of it to, like, get more in tune of the whole concept around it. Yeah. And, the like, basically what I gained from it is that there is, like, these creatures that are living among us in our forest, in our woodlands, and they're, like, basically shapeshifters, and they try to lure you in. That's a fact. I know we just, we got off the topic of series because it's so fast, so fast, but I feel like I, um, I want to talk about this because, you know, one of our viewers... Shout out to him. He mentioned that he liked the, the topic idea and not viewers, supporters. Let me rephrase that. One of our supporters <laughs> told me that um, he really liked the idea and there was so much more. It was so much deeper than what we actually got into last time because we didn't have too much information about it at the time. So, you know, we watched a couple of stories about encounters on, you know, YouTube. And yeah, so what do you think about it? Because you was like more in, t- in tune than me. So I feel like, I don't know, I was basically telling Yoruba how I was watching this shit on um, Netflix. I don't know if it's still there, but it was like basically um, our lost people of the forest. And it was basically a documentary talking about how there's people that are constantly going missing in our like, you know, forest and our woods. And there's like no side, like no side of them. Like they basically disappeared off the face of earth. And when you think of like stuff like skinwalkers and like um, urban legends and folklore, you really gotta sit there and like try to make connections because it's like, why are these people disappearing like that? And I told you like, okay, there could be you know serial killers in the woods, or they could have like they cannibals. Yeah, or they could have gotten stuck, shit. fell in a ditch, and died there. But you're telling me one thousand six hundred people a year going missing. And like nobody finds them and they disappear in weird like ways unexplained like ways and they no type of evidence no anywhere. type of evidence and that's why I like a part of me believes these you know stories because I've never encountered them but there be weird shit going on in the world guys like y'all know this y'all already know that's a fact and it's just a way more that we probably don't even know about we dead don't even know but we're just sitting here trying to you know get into it but it's like you dead don't know what's out there that's i'm not gonna lie keep it on you if you go camping keep keep it on on you (laughs) at all times regardless especially if you're in new york but anyways um that kind of reminds me of like a show that i've been telling you to watch stranger things because it's like the setting is in the woods yeah and it's about like you know the government doing whatever they do and then these creatures come out in the woods and try to kill the small town so it's just like bro i be thinking about that shit sometimes i'm, I'm telling seeing... you shows be speaking 
They're not just making that for no bro, reason. I ain't gonna lie. I know you haven't watched it yet, but I couldn't be no um upside down, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. My son Vecna try to catch me. It's a wrap. But it's crazy because shows do be talking. Because if you really watch it and you really think about what we're talking about, mm-hmm. like the the creatures in there, it doesn't resemble Skinwalker because nobody really knows how they look. Yeah, all of the stories is always something different, but it always leads down to them shifting like, into like, something. Or um, like Men in Black. I, I just watched Men in Black again, and there was like one where the alien took over the guy's body. Yeah, yo. That's like, that's like a skinwalker, because yeah. one of the stories was talking about a dog got lost in the woods or whatever, and his owners tried to go look for him, and when they, they heard some barking... Yeah. So, I guess that, that was a way to attract them. Yeah, it was trying to mimic the last, like, sounds of, you know, the dog to lure them into the woods. Yeah, it was barking and made, like, made, like, a pain. You know, a dog is in pain. They made yeah. that noise so they could come. And when he went up to the dog, he said the dog was, like, stiff as a board, like a, a taxidermy animal. But the, the tail was wagging. Right, like, it's just using the body as, like, an outlet to try to attract you. Yeah, and then he said his eyes didn't even look like a dog's eyes. It looked like mm-hmm. human eyes. Yo, when I first... Because I've been listening to that story. I put He put it on, but I already knew what was the outcome. When I first listened to that, bro, I was shitting my pants. I was, like, I was like in eighth grade because, you know, I love Corpse Husband growing up. But that shit is scary. Like, imagine seeing your dog, like, come here, boy. You see him. He's looking at you. It's not even him. And then he, the the craziest part was when he said, I think he put up his gun to shoot it. Yeah. And it got up on both back legs. And ran into the fucking And ran into the woods. Like, bro, on some Scooby-Doo shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. No, this shit is crazy. And then uh, a few days later, they found the dog's, like, mutilated body. Yeah. So that just goes to show that it was being used. Mm-hmm. And it's just so crazy. This shit makes me not really want to go outside. Even though, I'm, like we said last episode, we're in New York. It's a city. It's not much like the wooded areas around here. But, mm-mm, bro. I remember living um in the Caribbean. And that shit was so scary, bro. I'm surprised shit like that don't happen over there. Maybe it do. I don't know. But there's like, the street I lived on, it's like no lights, bro. So it's like you're walking in dark. Oh my God. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to, like, tolerate that. Because I guess I'm so used to, like, seeing lights, hearing people, like. Bro, it was scary, bro. I ain't gonna lie. There's, like, if you live in a certain part, like, up the hill or something. Mm-hmm. Like, usually there's, like, a section of the hill that's, like, dark. That's, like, I remember. <laughs> I remember when I was younger, like, me and my friends and my cousins, we would dead go to, like, an inch or two in the dark, but mm-hmm. we never go completely in the dark. So, have you ever like encountered anything like growing up? Have you ever saw anything like weird or strange or like anything throughout your childhood? Being the fact that you was in like you know, actually no, I'm so I'm thank God, but you're no. blessed, <laughs> yo, because I always thought about that type of stuff because you know they have their own superstitions and urban legends over there, right, right. So it's like, but they, I feel like. I ain't gonna lie, they have some stupid, stupid, like, superstitions. Like, they have one where they told me, like, um, don't whistle at night because you're calling demons to, to bother <laughs> you. <laughs> that was their way of trying to keep you and tell you to shut up. <laughs> I'm jacking it because it was, like, some other shit, but I can't even remember all of it. Oh, don't run with one shoe off. That's, Why? I think they said something about it. You, you know, like, step on a crack, break your, break oh, your mother's yeah. back. It's like, oh, you're, you're 
killing your mother like that. And I was like, God damn, that's my, that's my yeah. dark. Nah, yeah, there was like, a, my grandma, she's from Puerto Rico, so she told me a lot of like, you know, urban stories from Puerto Rico. But I know she was just gassing it. But what's, what's a couple of ones that have you encountered? I think you told me one. I don't remember. I don't think I've encountered anything crazy. In DR or nothing? Oh, that yeah, I know was, DR because that was spiritual. Oh no! Nah, and I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Probably the next episode. It's it's like it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. But DR is one place that is like. Yeah, it's a lot of like you know, native ground and a lot of yo stuff there. Where my best Beautiful friend, island, but it's one of my best friends, Sebastian, he's in DR right now. I be wanting to ask her like, yo, do you see any weird shit over there? But I don't know. I was so young when I encountered what happened, but yeah, like as far as like creatures, and we could talk about that, like paranormal. We gonna do that the next episode. Probably, but I ain't never experienced none. I have. Knock on, knock on wood. I could really, I could really tell y'all what your girl seen. It's so real, like bro. I try, like, I don't think about that shit. Cause I know when you think about it, it's like, cause I remember when I was younger, I was so scared of shit. Yeah, me too, and I've never experienced it. Like, you know, here, I the only time I really experienced something paranormal was when I was staying out there. Hmm. And it's so crazy because when I was young, I used to watch. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the show Celebrity Ghost Stories. No, I heard of it, but I never watched. Bro, that it. shit used to scare the shit out of me. But I used to watch it. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I used to watch this uh this show called Lost Tapes. That shit used to scare. What the was shit. that about? It was basically like different stories of people it was supposed to be like their lost tapes and it was like they was talking about like you know paranormal shit they was talking about like creatures in mexico it was mad scary shit bro i feel like mexico do have some yeah mm-hmm. do you think they got like skinwalkers and shit i don't know about that but i know they got other stuff because it's just like a lot of rural land out there yeah and it's a lot of spiritual stuff mm-hmm. that's just scary bro that shit make you not like Bro, it just makes me want to stay in the city. Like that like, thing, that thing that you mentioned with the hiking. Uh huh. Like that shit makes me not want to do anything like that because it's like you never know. God forbid, you run into some shit like that. One, people's not gonna believe you, and two, you might not even make it home. That's what I'm saying. It's like you don't know what you're gonna run into. What if I run into some crazy lunatic that wanna kill me? What if I run into a creature? Like, it's just, you but keep just it a buck. If I went like camping like knowledge aside and i told you a story like that would you believe me i would believe you you would i would believe there's you. a lot of people that be like get the fuck out of here i you would bugging. believe you like you can stop smoking some shit nah. like that but not nah. because like there's really some there's really stuff out there that we don't know listen aside I from saw, like the deep sea yeah like on land this shit that that we just have probably haven't even discovered yet right I feel like if I know, obviously, I'm not the only person that encounters something that has to do with like paranormal. But if you encountered anything like that, then you would be stupid to say you don't believe about other shit. True, and I'm just leaving. People it at like that. to be naive and like. Yeah, stuck but in their if you way. can encounter something that's not there but there, why would you like basically 
not believe that something could else could be there if that makes sense you know what that falls into that falls into like we might get into this conspiracy theory in another episode but ufos and like aliens yeah and yeah exactly like not to get too deep into it because i want to talk about it in another episode but to think that people have seen it and it's hard to like it's hard to believe when you haven't seen it yourself right when you don't see it yourself but i mean listen i feel like we're not the only ones here hell no there's and too many it. too many universes too many planets. exactly and that just says a lot like we're not the only ones here there is other shit out there you could believe what you want to believe and i feel like people are too like how do i say this in a nice way i i have the perfect word for it i feel like people are too programmed to only believe what they know yeah and that's because once you once you see something that you never believed in or you've never thought or like you just thought was a myth it changes your whole perspective of life. Exactly. Like you, we, we're we're all programmed to basically live a certain way, you know, do certain things, you know, get a job, take care of home, blah, blah, blah. We're programmed to... So when you hit people with shit like this that we're talking about, shit that can't seem real, like clearly they're going to be like, no, you're bugging. Like this is... No, this is not our reality. Just because it's not our reality don't mean it's not a reality. That's a fact. And it's... Even goes back to like even with this whole serial killer situation. I know in the next few years when I have my kids and I tell them these stories because I might tell them just to keep them informed. I'll go tell them like y'all gonna know. <laughs> or they might look at me like what? Hell no! Not with the not with the. Hopefully the system is way better by that time. But but hopefully now with the system we have now they had that. But it's like bro, you wasn't there. I wasn't right. even there. But I did exactly. my research. Right. And there's people that's probably still alive that witness there like imagine the people that lived in that building to this day they probably have so much ptsd but that's going to conclude the episode for today um i really liked this this con this conversation because it's really interesting i've been interested in criminal psychology for a long time so and you you kind of study the same thing yeah so yeah this is really interesting i hope you guys enjoyed it you feel me um I appreciate everybody who tuned in, everybody who shared. We love y'all. Yes, thank you guys so much. And like, we got so much more content coming. We got a lot of scary shit. We're going to talk about a lot of scary shit for the month of October because, you know, that's my favorite month. My birth month, Halloween. My yeah, favorite. so tune in. Keep on tuning in because yeah, we have so tuned. much more. Stay tuned. But um, you already know the socials. And, yeah, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.